Yes, I need everyone to listen to this. This is very important before we get into the podcasting. You gotta try Talenti coffee. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Chocolate coffee something? I don't know. It's ice. It's gelato. (laughs) And it is so good. And you have to try it because if you could only have... Like one flavor for the rest of your life. Like everything you ate and drank would taste like one thing. What would you want it to be? Mine would be coffee. And I would want it to taste just like this Talenti gelato because it is so good. And I think that I had real coffee in it because it was tasty and it made me happier. When you said that you had a PSA, I didn't realize that you were going to do <laughs> free advertising for Talenti. Tell me... Uh, Talenti, I will sponsor you. I mean, you can sponsor my podcast and I will advertise you to the peoples and talk about how great your gelato is because seriously, I will n- I can't buy an, any other ice cream again. Like, obviously, if we go to like Mr. Goodies or something like that, uh, I'm going to eat Mr. Goodies ice cream. But going to the store, Talenti, that's it. There's no other ice cream or gelato out there for me. It gets me. I thought you were going to give a little PSA about being in an abusive relationship, but yeah. that's fine. Well, also, abusive relationships are bad, and <laughs> no, stop looking at me. And if you see warning signs, like anything that happens in this movie, get out. What if your foot's broken? Or your legs messed Brenda up. Song did it, so... What if you have amnesia? She had all of those things and overcame. So, no excuses. Just kidding. That's a very serious matter. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The only podcast in which a husband and wife talk about movies they watched on their date night. Surprising. You would think more people would do this. It's a joke. No, it is the only podcast. I've looked up others. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're the only one. We're the only husband Bad and wife. movie date night. Bad movie date night couple. We're the only ones. Only only, only married couple talking about movies on podcasts. Bad movies. Only couple talking about movies on podcasts. <laughs> I am Nigel from a ajourneyintofilm.com still, and with me is my wife, Caitlin. Hello there. And that was a very lovely PSA. Thank you. Do you think that Talenti will sponsor us now? Probably not. But I, what if they sent us free gelato? Oh, my god! That does nothing for us. I would eat it. It would make us fat. <laughs> it would make us fat. Don't send us free gelato. But when I do get it, if you could hook me up with a deal where it's free, that'd be great. <laughs> this week we are talking about the brand new Netflix original movie, Secret Obsession, starring Brenda Song, Mike Vogel, and the Allstate guy. (laughs) The Allstate guy. He was my favorite character. He was also my favorite character. Um, I was going to tell people that if they have not seen this movie, 
they should stop listening and go watch it first. But then I remembered that the trailer tells you everything. <laughs> so just watch the trailer. Just watch the trailer if you want the cliff notes. <laughs> uh, or if you just want a good time, watch the movie. It's 97 minutes. Yeah. What what else could you do for 97 minutes? Come I mean, on. Let's nothing. be real. What are you going to do? You're going right. to either watch three episodes of The Office or Parks and Rec. Right. And you could be watching Secret Obsession right. instead. So. Which would be your new Secret Obsession. <laughs> As I was watching this, I wondered how many jokes or puns we could make about secret obsessions. Oh, I want to know how many jokes or puns we can do about the Allstate guy. Yeah. <laughs> they missed so many opportunities I to know. say you're in good hands. I know. Like, like whenever he, he showed up at her house, he could have said, you are not in good hands. That could have been a line. When the girl was holding her baby and he made a comment about how she had her hands full, he could have said, look like she's in good hands. So many opportunities <laughs> missed. I, all right, Allstate, you call me and I'll do your advertising too. I'll put you in movies. Talenti, you give me free gelato. My <laughs> life is set. <laughs> it seems like you want everything but money. <laughs> I'm not very money motivated. Just give me gelato. So this movie was written and directed by Craig Winman and Peter Sullivan. Peter Sullivan also directed the movie. Let's uh, let's illustrate. Well, let me paint you a picture of his colorful career, Peter Sullivan, as a writer for movies. Let me see. Let me see. Where do I want to start? Okay, starting in 2015, okay. we have The Wrong Girl. Then we have 2016, The Wrong House. 2017, The Wrong Student. The Wrong Neighbor. The Wrong Crush. 2018, The Wrong Cruise. The Wrong Stepmother. The Wrong Mommy. And let me just tell you, that's just a handful of the movies. He's also produced several of these wrong insert thing here movies who hurt him some the who, wrong person the wrong person <laughs> so i'm super excited to jump into this movie i know i me too. loved it it's 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 gonna be up there in my in my tops it's i was looking at at our dbmd nrl today mm -hmm. and I was, I was I was thinking it's going to be pretty high. It's going to be pretty high. But, like, not top five material. I don't Let know. Let me just say that. I don't know. Did we watch the same movie? Probably. It was great. I also watched the trailer. So, I mean, that's basically the same thing. <laughs> basically watched the movie twice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any initial thoughts that you want to jump into? I or mean, like, I'm so like ready. Are you, like, so game? Yeah. To start talking about Let's this Let's do this. This might be our shortest podcast ever. Though. I know, because it's 97 minutes long. Yeah. And, like, I have no, I have nothing interesting to say about this movie. There yeah. Were, there were no facts. And it's Netflix, so they're not going to tell you that this movie made any money. Right. Made all the money. Because yeah. Netflix makes all the money. Netflix makes all the money. Except mm -hmm. I think they're losing subscribers. Well, yeah, so. they're taking the office off, so. Mm. People get mad about that stuff. Well, you could just buy the DVDs like a normal person. Like I and did. And have it forever. That's what I did. Physical media is not dead. Another PSA. Yeah. 
This is this is why this is why we we understand each other. <laughs> so the movie starts off in the rain. Mm-hmm. It is the kind of rain that is wet. It is the wet type of rain. It is coming down like cats and dogs, as some people might say. Yeah. Yeah. And we're following what is Brenda's character? I have no idea. Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer Allen Jennifer. slash Williams. Jennifer Williams. And we're following Jennifer. She's mm-hmm. on the run from somebody. We don't know who. We don't know who. She pulls up to this barn looking building. Why is she in the middle of the nowhere? I don't we know. We also don't know. Nobody knows. And never explains it actually. No. Uh she runs into this building. Right? And someone is chasing her. Someone not not faced. Yeah. They don't see his face. They're out of frame. Yeah. We just see his boots and his knife. Oh, yeah. He's got a knife. Yeah. Like the knife kind of knife. Right. Like, like the kind that you like skin a deer with. Yeah. Like a hardcore knife. Like right. this is like a murder knife. This isn't just like a kitchen knife. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's no Jason. Yeah. But he is courteous because, it, you know, it's raining mm-hmm. and she runs and leaves her car door open. And, and he, he closes he, it. He closes it for her. That's right. That's very courteous of him. Yeah. I don't know why he did that, but it's fine. I don't know either. She goes into the barn thing, but I was confused by that because I didn't really know what it was. And then it was real bright in there and had a whole bunch of bathrooms and it was confusing. It was like she was on the outside. It was like a farm. Yeah. Like a barn. Yeah. And then the inside was a public bathroom. Yeah. It was bizarre. Uh, I Actually, I think she ran down a hallway at some point. She did. To get to the bathrooms. Yeah. But I've, that building didn't look that big. It was very confusing. I'm not no. really sure what no. that was. Uh, she's, There's nobody else either. I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. good point to make. There's no one else. There are no signs that they are anywhere close to anything remotely that looks like civilization. No, it's just this murderer and Jennifer in the middle of nowhere. And she hides in a bathroom stall. Yeah. And she's freaking out. And she's hiding in the stall. And he comes in. And you know what he starts doing? He starts doing the, I'm going to kick open every door and check to see if you're in here thing. Right? That's rude. It is. What if there was somebody pooping in there? What if there was someone pooping? What if she was pooping? Yeah. Maybe she. You're going to kill her while she poops? That would be messed up. That would be so messed up. It's like some Game of Thrones stuff. (laughs) I think it happened on Game of Thrones. It did happen on Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he scared the crap out of her. <laughs> uh, that would be a more interesting movie than what was happening here. I don't know. I was I was really into it at this point. At this point, I was like, oh, man. She getting chased by the murderer like every other murder movie. The one thing that this movie does well is set up suspenseful situations yes. despite how yeah. little sense they make. Yeah, or how much you don't really care. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. mean, like, I cared about Jennifer because that's, like, a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and like, was, I didn't really care. He was really kind care. of a jerk. He was, like, needs to be in an insane asylum oh, jerk. Oh, for sure, Z's. He is insane. I hope he comes. I hope there's a sequel. I, there, I know. I have, I've, yeah, there has to be. Secret Obsession 2, Mexico City. I 
I got a really good idea for how to make this movie better, but I'll save it till the end. Yeah, save it for our how to make it better segment. Okay. So she, he's kicking down the doors, mm-hmm. and he gets to Brenda's door, Jennifer's right. door. Right. They're the same person. Right. Brenda's the actor. Yes. And he kicks it open, and she's gone. And at the, by the time he kicks open the door... She's already at the doorway to the bathroom and takes off running. Yeah, and there's not like it's not like a two stall like bathroom. There were at least the, like five, five to six stalls in yeah. there. Definitely. So, and she's like in the furthest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then makes it all the way to the other side and out the door before he gets to her stall and kicks it open. Yeah. Um, mm, explain that to me. Mm, you can't. Bad storytelling. So she goes outside and she's like, you know what? I'm going to just get back in my car and drive away, which is smart. Right. I don't know why she didn't do that to start with. Yeah. I don't know why she pulled up to this barn to begin with. I think she was calling for help. Remember, she was on the phone when the movie first started. She was on the phone, but it wasn't working. But like why her cell phone wasn't working, I don't really know. Because he stole the SIM card. Already? I don't know. Oh. (laughs) No, he didn't steal that because she had it later. But I I don't I don't know. She had to go to this payphone, which like nobody right. has payphones anymore. Right. She was at the payphone. Right. And he pulled up. Yeah. Okay. Things are pieces are falling together now. Yeah. It does nothing to help me understand this movie though. <laughs> he uh, so she she goes over to her car, mm-hmm. which is running. Yes, very clearly she running. She never turned off her car. No, you hear the car running. You see the windshield wipers wiping. Right. The lights are on. Everything is functioning. And yet, inexplicably, her car door is locked. I mean, maybe she's got like old school locks like me where you can she do doesn't. something that like that. That car was brand spanking new. <laughs> and listen, she uh, she opens the door to unlock Right? The door unlocks when you open it. Right. To get out and run. Dude closes the door, doesn't lock it. Well, we don't know. He might have been sneaky sneaks and locked it. He might have been. Yeah, he had time to lock it just like he had time to do everything else. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. He hooked up her car to his car all the time that she ran inside. Yeah. So she breaks the... Also, what was her plan running inside there? Uh, There's nobody else... Hiding, there's like two things in maybe, there. Maybe she could hide and he, he'll give up. Oh, okay. Because he seems like the type of person at this level that's going to give up. Maybe. No. I don't know. When you, when you got all the adrenaline pumping, you're just like, I got to do whatever no, I can. No, that's true. I don't fault her for this. Okay. So she breaks her car window, which looks unlike any car window breaking I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it doesn't shatter. Any, yeah, it doesn't shatter. It just kind of like. Falls apart. Yeah. That was weird. That was, yeah, it looked bad. It did. I've never, like, like, (laughs) breaking a car window is one of those things that you don't think could look bad. Yeah. But this managed to look terrible. Yeah. This might be a nitpick, though, in the grand scheme of the rest of the movie. (laughs) Uh, We don't know if he's trying to murder her or kidnap her. Well, he has a knife, so. Yeah, 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 but maybe he's, like, trying to stop her. Like, maybe she ran away. Like we we don't, there's no yeah. context given to right, this. Right, right, right. So, this could be the most elaborate kidnapping ever. Yeah. He uh, hooks a wench up to the back of her car while she's trying to drive away. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
she her car doesn't go anywhere. Right. So she gets and it's out. it's stuck in mud. Stuck in mud. Mm. That t- front wheel drive vehicle. Mm. Piece of crap. Right. She runs off into the street and gets hit by a car. Right. And suddenly. All of a sudden. There's like five or six people that come out of the woodwork. Yeah. They're like, where'd she run in? Where did she come from? Right there. Yeah. There, there's, they were like right on a road, and she like darts out in the middle of it. And after several minutes of them being the only two people here, conveniently, these five comes. people are there. Yeah, and hits her. And then I don't even know where the other people came from. They just like showed up. Like, oh, yeah, we were we just don't... chilling over here drinking some beers, and we decided to be helpful. Now there was obviously one person in the truck that hit her. Yeah, and like twenty people got out. It was crazy. It was like. A massive, like, group of people. Yeah. It was, like, probably, like, 100. Yeah. I mean, by the end, they had a small parade for them. That's how many people there were. I just wanted to see how high we could get. (laughs) There was basically five baseball stadiums. Like, the whole earth was watching her at this point. Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was a good bit. I thought so. Nailed it. They'd rush her to the hospital, as you do. And this doctor is an idiot and should have his (laughs) license revoked because not only does he put the defibrillator, like, on top of her clothes, which I'm, like, 90% sure doesn't work that way. Right. Uh, He also doesn't put them in the right spot. No. It's like... They're, like, at her neck. Yeah. It's like they're trying to Frankenstein her back to life. (laughs) It's like, we... uh, have you at least seen a hospital show before? <laughs> right? The, like, none of these people acted like they've ever been in a hospital yeah. or, like, watched a hospital TV show. Go watch Scrubs. They'll teach you a lot. I was also thinking about this. The opening scene and the scene in the hospital are, like, the only two scenes where there are more than, like, three people on screen at a time. Oh, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. It's like they, they only had the budget to film... Scenes with a lot of people for these opening. Yeah. So she's in surgery all night. Mm-hmm. Her face is all busted up and bruised. Yeah. I don't know why she was in surgery we all don't night. Know. They never tell you why she's in surgery. No. And homie shows up with glasses and says, hey, I'm Russell. I'm her husband. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and he, he just like bust past them because they're yeah. like he, she's in surgery you can't do anything and this nurse does nothing to stop him no none of the doc the doctors just jump out of his way <laughs> running down the hallway you don't think oh maybe this guy running down the hallway should be stopped and questioned yeah. while he's running yeah he no. didn't murder someone he's not on his way to murder someone uh yes he's on his way to murder someone yeah um this white oaks hospital needs to just collapse I into the abyss. cannot believe that you remember the name of the hospital. Because it was, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was like, whoa, security at security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the email address. That was stupid. Uh, so the Allstate guy shows up. Yes. And he's guys there. buying a stuffed animal. Which we have like a, don't we have a scene with him before that? Or no, no this, this is, is this his first scene. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's buying a stuffed animal. Yeah. This is the scene with the baby you talked yeah. about. Yeah. He uh, is the next scene where he's at his house wrapping the present. Or no, no, no. He goes to the hospital first. Yeah. So he goes to the goes to the hospital, talks to the husband, Russell, 
and says, you know, where was she? Mm-hmm. This is where she we found her. Mm-hmm. And, like, all this stuff. And the husband's like, oh, no, our life is peachy keen. Right. We and live in the mountains. We, we just mountains. got married. It's perfect. Um, she went out to go get groceries, and she wasn't there. Which, like, okay, here's another thing. So they live in the mountains. And she went out to get groceries, and she was gone for an hour, and he called her phone, and she didn't answer. And then he called the store she was at. Let me tell you, if you're like, hey, Kaylin, I'm going to go buy groceries, and then, like, I called Target, and I'm like, hey, have you seen my husband? Why why would Target know that you were my... I don't know. Who calls the store? Nobody calls the store. No. Okay. Just making sure. I'm not crazy here. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he asks him if he, he's like, oh, I called the store. I couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And the Allstate guy says, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And he leaves. And he leaves. And then we cut to a shot of him at his house wrapping presents. And he has the a Allstate whole closet. Guy. Yeah, the yeah. Allstate guy. He's got a whole closet full of presents. This is his secret obsession. <laughs> Toys. Toys. <laughs> Uh, we find out that he had a daughter that went missing, and he, like, wraps gifts to her. And conveniently, she went missing the same week that this case comes up. Is that what it was? Yeah. See, I feel like they really glossed over this Yeah, section. they, like... Like, the, I didn't even... I wasn't even on my phone for this movie, and I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they do not give it enough tension. It's just, like, gloss. They're like, I know that the this is the week that... So and so disappeared. When but she was like a 10. year ago or several years ago. I don't know. There were a crap ton of presents in that closet. <laughs> so probably several years ago. Maybe. Who okay. knows? Okay. They give enough attention to the like wrapping paper, mm-hmm. like in the presents, that you think it's going to be a bigger thing later. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. This big, bulky, motorcycle-looking dude shows up at the hospital. Wait, that never gets explained. I, I just remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll have to talk about that in a, in a second whenever we get to the second scene with him. Oh, man. Okay. So he shows up at the hospital, mm-hmm. and he's got this, like, thing of flowers. And he says, hey, I'm just a concerned citizen. I want to give these to that girl that came in. Mm-hmm. And the nurse says, that's super weird, but okay. Yeah. And that's the end of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and we never see him again. Just yes. kidding, we do. Uh, so Russell's allowed to go see Jennifer. She's awake. Mm-hmm. And he's told she has amnesia. She doesn't right. remember anything. She barely remembers her name. Right. Or how to function. Yes. Things like that. She asks where her parents are. And he says they died in a fire. Several years ago. Several years ago. Right. And you think, this poor girl... <laughs> Has been handed a very crappy hand in life. Yes. Now she has to mourn her parents all over again. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. He, he gives her a couple minutes. It's kind of like, hey, you know, I know this is like new news to you. Yeah. But I'll let you, I'll let it sink in. Right. And then there's a montage. Yes. Which montage. I questioned are all. If a, if a movie has a montage in the first like 30 minutes, <laughs> yeah. Like, is that a guarantee sign that it's going to be bad? I don't know. We should we should I'm gonna start looking that. for this. Because yeah. Killers had one yeah. in the first thirty minutes. That was the this montage was significantly better than Killer's montage. Oh, for sure. Because we actually saw her like progressing. Yes. 
for learning her physical therapy and amnesia. Yeah. And you could even kind of sort of see them fall in love more than killers. I mean, you saw her become more accepting of him. I don't yeah. know if love love's is not the best really word. the right word. I Oh, I wanted to know when Zach and Cody showed up in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is where I typed that question out. <laughs> so he gets to take her home. Right. Well, so I don't know. Okay. So basically, they're in the hospital and he's like helping her progress. And I don't think like anything really weird happens with him at this point, right? Like he's pretty he kind and some, loving. Some like photos and an album. Yeah, so of, like, their wedding and dating and everything like that. Yeah. And he's pretty nice to her the whole time. Yeah. We're, we're okay, this is something that we need to point out. And we'll, we'll I'm going to carry this thought throughout the rest of a podcast. He, we never see him leave the hospital. Right. Which is important for something that he says later and an observation that we made. Right. But we'll save that for the appropriate time. Okay. Did you want to add anything before they get back to the house? I don't think so, because I don't think anything super important happens. We just kind of see them having this flirty-ish banter back and forth. Yes. So he takes her to their home in the mountains. Right. Which is the perfect place for murder. Murder. And she acts like she's never seen this place before. Yeah. Because she has amnesia. But she goes in and she sees the fireplace. And she has a flash to a knife. And a fireplace. Yeah. And that's it. Right. But she gets over it pretty quickly. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's weird, but it's probably fine. Because yeah. the doctor is like, oh, your your wires are going to get crossed. Because yeah. when she went to go sign her name to leave the hospital, she kind of froze like Jennifer. And then she's like, it's fine if you don't remember. Like, your wires are going to get crossed yeah, every now and then. But she still needed to sign it with her name. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. Jennifer Williams. Um, do, do, do. This house that they're in, though. Mm-hmm. Beautiful house, but most definitely Beautiful. probably used for a horror movie at some point. Yeah. Uh, she she has this wheelchair because her leg's all messed up, and you keep thinking that she's going to, like, roll down the stairs or something. Yeah. Because That's what I wanted know, to see. The stairs are the second villain. They the <laughs> They're the real villain of this movie. <laughs> Debatably. She, uh... Oh, he, she's like, oh, you know, we're the, there must be, like, nobody for miles. And he goes, yeah, the nearest m- neighbors are a mile away. Mm-hmm. The perfect mm. distance for murder. For mur- <laughs> None of these things are raising red flags for her. No, she's like, oh, we just live this quiet, isolated life mm-hmm. with this man that I don't know who's claiming to be my husband. Right. He says he's going to make dinner. He puts on a tie for dinner mm. in his own house. No, that's how you know. Like That's when you know you're dating a psychopath. Right. And over dinner, she asks about her friends. job and her friends. And he was like, well, you quit your job um, right before we got married because we wanted to start a family. And we, fi- we came up to the mountains and decided this was the best way to do it. So her parents are dead. She doesn't have a job anymore. And then all of her friends are conveniently out of town. On vacation. On vacation. In Hawaii. Yeah. And can't be reached. And she has amnesia. And she has amnesia. These are all very bad signs of domestic abuse. When you can't have a job or friends and you're not allowed to have contact with your parents or your parents are dead, you need to go call for help. That's my real PSA. Right. But... 
side note for this movie, uh, this is bad. She got nobody. Yeah. No one's going to come look she for her if she's alone. dead. Literally, if she died, nobody would come look for her. I need to just take a side note here. Okay. Because you did not see the trailer for this movie. I prior didn't. To watching no. It. So I knew exactly what was going on. But I you didn't. you had no idea what was going on. No. Which really helped me <laughs> watch this movie through your eyes. I had no idea. Despite me knowing exactly what was going on. Mm. And seeing all of the red flags before the big reveal. Mm-hmm. So we cut to... A nice little suburban neighborhood. Right? Suburban? Yeah. And we see the like the biker looking guy. Right. But he's driving like a convertible thing. Yeah. Cadillac. Something one of the two. Yeah. And he's walking up to his house. And who shows up? Russell. The car alarm starts going off because Russell attacks the guy. Right. And Russell's like, you better stay away from my wife. And he's trying to like no, choke no, no, him. No, 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 no. This is what happened. He said, I heard you're looking for Jennifer. And he was like, yeah, so what? And he was like, well, I'm her the husband. That's so what? And then he just straight on attacks this guy. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he use his knife first? And that's when the car alarm goes off? No, I i don't think so. But maybe. Well, the car alarm goes off. I thought the guy hit the car yeah, alarm. Yeah, that's he, what he did. He did it on he purpose. he did it after he got stabbed. Maybe. But he, like, the guy who owned the car hit it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe after he got stabbed. I didn't know he was stabbed. I don't know. I it all he, happened so quickly. I thought he quickly. pulled out his knife. He might have. It doesn't really matter because, like, he is probably, like, okay, what do you want to do a height comparison here? So, like. Okay, so Russell's, like, he's pretty fit, but he's not, like, the tallest looking guy. Right. Like, he, and he's, he's probably, not s- like, average build. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, definitely more, like, on the muscular side of the spectrum. Yeah. But not, like, chiseled. Right. Not cut. Right. This guy that he's attacking probably is like, like a guy that's on like The Bachelor. Yeah, he did look like a guy from The Bachelor. Yeah, so like but picture like one a guy the from The Bachelor. Off first. Yeah, because he's a douchebag and he's so, scary. Yes. <laughs> and then the guy he attacks is, is like, like six foot something. Right. Massive. Huge. Like just all all muscle. Like thick beard. Yeah. His hair was like a long. grizzly mountain man. Yeah, like this guy should not be living in the suburbs. He should be no. Like he should be the one in the house. Yeah, with the mountains. And exactly. The girl. Yeah. Uh, something to call BS on. Some old lady comes out of the house <laughs> to actually check on that car alarm. Yeah. No, if somebody hears a car alarm, I guarantee you, no one's gonna come out and check on it. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, no. Yeah. No. So Russell snaps this guy's neck. This, like, huge grizzly man's neck. Yeah. And I say, mm, that's, that's not I'm real. I'm not an expert on neck snapping, but it seems like he did it way too easily. He did. It was just like... Yeah. And it was gone. Yeah. And that was it. That's the last time we see Grizzly Mountain Man. Yeah. That- we never find out who he is. No. We never find out why he showed up at the no. hospital. We never show up. We don't know anything about... We don't know we his d- name. No. We don't know his relationship to Jennifer. No. All we know is that he's a concerned citizen. Yes. And I'm concerned with him. And now he's dead. Yeah. He tried to do the right thing. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> yeah. That was a end that they never really tied up that they should have. Yeah. But just like like the only thing they didn't really... <laughs> 
Everything else makes perfect sense. Yeah, perfect sense. <laughs> this movie, flawless, except for this one part. Right, right. Russell's probably murdered zero people. At least that's what I was thinking at this point in the movie. Because he takes the guy's body back to his house. Right, that was stupid. You could have left it there. Yeah. That was. What, what are they going to do? Fingerprint, like, his beard? Right. Nobody's going to find that. Right. Well, I feel like he made a lot of rookie mistakes at this point because he took Brenda, I mean, sorry, Jennifer's car back to his house, too. Yeah, but we I don't mean, know that yet. Oh, but also that is his wife, so that actually makes sense. But, but it's okay. not his wife. Right, but, but he like, tells people it is. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And but so, her car's missing. Oh, that's right. They think her car's missing. Yeah, they're trying to find the white pickup truck that that's they, that the right dude and saw her car and her car and her phone. Yeah, all of it's missing. Okay, so see, so he does make rookie. Mis- I, th- I knew that. Okay, so rookie mistake. He takes her car. He takes her phone. These back are all to things that we house. find out later, by the way. Yeah. But let's just let's just tally up all of the dumb things. Russell's he does. mistake. So we got. Jennifer's car is at his... If that thing's missing, why would you bring it to your house? Yeah. Her phone. Why would you keep her phone at your house? Um, The white pickup truck that is linked to the murder. Or not murder, but... The investigation. Yeah. It's part of it. Uh, Why would you take that back to your house? Why would you take the dead grizzly man back to your house? And then, on top of the dead grizzly man... You try burying him in your garden overnight yeah. in the worst grave possible. Yeah. It's like, hey, that mound of dirt wasn't there yesterday. <laughs> now it is. Also. And she sees him okay, digging in the garden. See, and I don't know about that. I mean, like, okay, so they live in the mountains. There's she asked him what no he was doing. Light. I know, but she still looks at him and says, Russell. So she knows it's him out there. Yeah. But, like, so she's in bed sleeping. She wakes up and says, um, hey, Russell, do you hear that? And then he's not there. And she looks outside and she's like, oh, Russell, there's somebody out in the backyard. And then she looks closer and it's Russell. But like they live in like no light land. Like they're not going to have a street light out there. How does she know that's Russell? Who else would it be? Uh, a murderer. Another one. A she different would probably one. probably assume that it's Russell, though. She's like, oh, I, the nearest neighbors are a mile away. And I would this assume someone's about to, ra- to rob us. I would think it's going to be around us. Okay, but that's you being logical. This is where <laughs> she's like, oh, we're in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll let it slide. Just this one, though. Okay. None of the other ones. So we cut to the detective okay. asking his homie and the police. I don't know what this guy is. This guy is just like a police officer that hangs out at the police station. And the detective says, how many white pickup trucks do you think there are in the county? What the- and you think, you think that he's getting ready to say, like, oh, there's only, like, four registered pickup trucks in the county. Right. But the guy says, I don't know. And he says, too many. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah, that was a stupid thing to say. We all know that there's too many white pickup they're trucks. In Los, they're not in Los Angeles, but they're, like. Somewhere in California. Yeah, they're in a big city in California. So, yeah, there's going to be too many white pickup trucks. Yeah. <sighs> stupid people. So he, uh, Russell goes out to run some groceries and Jennifer's exploring the house. Oh yeah. He locks her in the room. So Uh, that should be a red flag. That's a major red flag. 
And this is one of those doors that doesn't have uh, like a latch on either side. It's like you can only unlock it with a key. Right. From both sides. Mm-hmm. Sketchy. Yeah. She's kind of, she picks her way out with a hairpin. Yeah. Which well, yes, but probably hard. one of the more believable things that happens if we're <laughs> being realistic. He says, hey, I'll go out and buy you a cell phone because you need a new one. And she's snooping around. She's trying to log into his computer, like just figure out her life, mm-hmm. who he is. She struggles down the stairs. And she does think, a good job. She does a good job with the stairs at this one point. In the right. Movie. He uh, he comes back. Well, what else does she do? She she oh she just makes it to the computer room, right? Yeah. Okay. Somehow it takes him forever. Like it takes him like five minutes to yeah go get this stuff. All this new phone and stuff like that. Yeah. And she makes it all the way back. No, she doesn't. He didn't lock her in the room at this point because Maybe she he didn't because she didn't have to go back up there. Yeah. So so he didn't lock her in the room at this point. So she is just downstairs snooping. Yeah. And he catches her in the computer room and she's like, oh, I just thought I'd walk down here to like see if anything um, rang a bell and nothing like, did. Does it? And he, she's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and does she she doesn't find anything at this point, right? No. Because okay. she was trying to log into the computer, but it but he wouldn't came take home. the password. Yeah. So she, he gives her the cell phone, no right. cell service. Right. A perfect plan for murder. Right. Also domestic violence. Yeah. They, so the, oh, it's, the detective wanted Russell to bring her by the police station. Mm-hmm. And Russell lies and says that he'll bring her. And so when she doesn't show up, the detective goes to find her, gets Get, her address mm-hmm. from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And where does it take him? The wrong house. Yeah. It's this old lady and her husband who've been living there for 20 plus years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they have never heard of Jennifer or Russell before. Nope. This is when things start to get a little mysterious. Yeah, you start to raise your, your red flags there. Yeah. Wrong address. Mm. Perfect plan for murder. <laughs> Uh, they get into, uh, I must have missed like a bunch of notes because <laughs> the next thing I have is like them in bed and him trying to sex her. And she says no whenever he touches her thigh because she has that flashback to the knife again. No, I'm pretty sure that's what happens next. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so he's trying to have sex with her and she like has, she, she's into it. And then she has like a quick flash of like. Well, okay, also she keeps having flashes of her wedding day and also, like, having sex by her fireplace. And in both of those scenes, her husband, Russell, is there for the wedding and there for the sex by the fireplace. Yeah, this dude with the glasses, Russell. Yeah, and then she... But then she flashes to, like, scary things. Like, she'll flash to... um, like the fire and the knife, she'll flash to um, the the sex scene again, but then like a knife comes up again. Yeah, there's lots of knives. There's just like images of fire and knives. That's it. Yeah, and so she has this vision, and mm-hmm. she says, "Um, I'm not in the mood anymore." And he gets right. mad at her. Like, and he's like, "I'm your livid. husband. You should be 
blah 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 blah. I slept at the hospital every night that you were there. Yeah. Because he says I I never left. I never left the hospital. Right. His exact words. You can quote me on that. Yeah. And you can quote Russell. That's right. And and she's like, I'm sorry. And like he doesn't ask like he doesn't ask like what's wrong like. What, what are these visions of? Yeah. Like, how can he I help no you? He is no longer Mr. Sensitive. No. He is a horny... Turd basket. Turd basket. And he jumps out of bed, and he yells at her, and basically says, you're a horrible wife. Please me, woman. And then I don't remember what happens. I think he just sleeps He just leaves, room. yeah. He just leaves. And then she's like, finally, peace and quiet. Yeah, she <laughs> And she sleeps. goes to sleep. The detective calls up the hospital, and apparently they only have one nurse working there. Yeah, she, all, all the, time. the time. This poor girl <laughs> does not get a day off. No, <laughs> except for the one time she was in the parking lot of that yeah. store. Well, she's only got like an hour where she can <laughs> run all of her errands in her life. <laughs> she was in her nurse scrubs, too. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, I need this security footage mm-hmm. from this thing. From the night that that Jennifer was brought in. And she's right. like, okay, let me ask security. <laughs> okay, I'm emailing you the, <laughs> the video. <Right>. They found something. <laughs> they found something. I'll email you the video right now. Right. You asked me 30 seconds ago, and they definitely <laughs> they pulled it, it quickly. <laughs> That's more or less word for word how the scene goes down. Yeah. That was a great representation. He uh, pulls up the security footage. Mm-hmm. And... Ooh. Can, he sees, who does he see? He sees Russell, Russell pull up to the hospital in, in a, a white, white pickup, pickup truck. truck. Oh, why is this white pickup truck important? Because the one guy who ran over, Jennifer, said, saw the white yeah. pickup truck. Hey, and the I white pickup truck was trying to pull her car. Right. So then. And he, he like conveniently puts on glasses. Yeah. Which was stupid. We didn't really need that, but it's fine. Oh, okay. This is also important. He asked the nurse how Russell identified her because he didn't have ID Mm -hmm. and she didn't have ID on her. Right. And she said he identified him. He identified her by this tattoo. On her back. On her back. So he takes a picture of the tattoo to a tattoo parlor. Apparently the only tattoo parlor. Also, where do you get this tattoo from? The or picture the, of it? Yeah. Where do you get the picture of tattoo from? I don't know. The hospital must have had it. Why would they take a picture of her tattoo? I, don't know. I literally do not know. Okay. For her records. Okay. <laughs> so he takes it to conveniently the one tattoo shop in all of this portion of California. Right. That can tell him what it means. Tell me what the tattoo is, Nigel. Tell me what it is. It's the letter A. What? With like some wavy vine looking things. Why the letter A? Her name is Jennifer Williams. I don't know, but we're about to find out. Oh boy. Uh, he, the this tattoo guy is like, oh, I've seen that before. Sam did flip, that. Let me flip through my binder of <laughs> tattoos. Look. It's the same A amongst all of these other pictures of A's. And he says, this one means Alan. What? I missed that part. Yeah, he's like, A, Alan. Oh, my gosh. I'm guessing it's supposed to be like a letter tattoo that's representative of a family name. Right. But, like, that's a huge leap in logic on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> what if you just like that design of the A right, better, better than, than another one? Right, and, like, and your, your name is Amber. Amber, 
Adams, right. Adamson, right. Adler. Right. There are so many Adolf's names. Adolf, <laughs> right. Your name could be Erica with, with an A. You could be Aaron. Yeah. Aronson. <laughs> Abby. Abby. <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> there are so many things that start with A. There is. But apparently this tattoo, only this tattoo, means Alan. <laughs> Alan. So he does a search for Jennifer Allen. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does a search for Jennifer Williams earlier. Yeah. And there's, like, nobody. Yeah. Can't. So you tell me, no one in this town of California was named Jennifer Williams. Apparently not. She okay. Was, actually, literally, she's not even Jennifer Williams, <laughs> as we find out. So he types in Jennifer Allen. Oh, right. there's <gasps> one hit. One. One hit. Allen is a very common name. Yes. But there's one hit. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to this San house Jose. that they have on file in San Jose. And he, like, he's looking at this house, and their mailbox is full of mail. Full. No one sees how much mail they have and says, this Maybe is a problem. Maybe I should stop. The mailman, like, doesn't think, like, oh, this is an issue. Yeah. So he, the door is open. Also, he looks at the letter in the mail and it says Jennifer Allen, yeah. which like also made me confused because like if she is married and living with her husband, why is she getting mail sent to her? Well, we get random well, stuff yeah, sent yeah, to our like random stuff. Why was this one on the top of all the mail conveniently placed sticking out so that her name so was that prominent? So he knows that this <laughs> is the right place before seeing her picture inside. Okay, okay. So it goes in the house. It's all dark. There's moldy food on the table. Moldy food. So you know this place has not been touched for The a door was open. Door also, was that's open. not a concern for anyone. The yeah. mailbox isn't concerned. So so you're telling me Grizzly Man lives in a neighborhood where a car alarm goes off and people come out to check, and then her Jennifer's parents lives in a town where the mailbox full, the door's open, there's a nasty smell coming out of it, but Apparently, no one goes and checks. Apparently, the Allens are friends with nobody. Nobody. Because no one felt the need to check on them. No. But who does he find up in the upstairs bedroom? Mr. and Mrs. Allen, super dead. Soup's dead. Which, like, they're, they look like they're pretty decomposed. Yeah, they were pretty dead. So, like, how long ago did he kill them? Like, a while. It like, before like, he kidnapped her? I don't know. From, like, the, the decomposition of their body... They looked like something out of the mummy. Yeah, so like I feel like they had to have been dead for a long time. Yeah. I don't really uh, know. The timeline does not match up. But he doesn't take these, like he killed Jennifer's parents, but doesn't take them back to his house. He leaves them there. And not only did he like, he had to have put them back in bed. Yeah, unless he murdered them in bed. But they had the food out, looked oh, like they were yeah, eating yeah, dinner. Yeah. This guy has no M.O. No. <laughs> he He's would be just, a really good serial killer because, like, no one could trace he him because he has no M.O. the best serial killer or the worst serial yeah. killer. Yeah. So then the detective goes to Jennifer's work. Mm-hmm. And he's asking about Russell and Jennifer. And... The guy's like, oh, we have issue. Like, HR frowns upon relationships. But they were just so darn cute together. But they were so cute together. Just... And the detectives and the guy's like, this is a picture from our corporate retreat. And the guy says, who's that? And the guy goes, well, that's Russell. Duh. Duh. 
And then the detective's like, hold what? on a second. Who's that creepy guy in the back corner? <laughs> That's like giving devilish looks to Russell and Jennifer. Yeah. His name is Jacob Garrity. No, it's not. What was it? Jeff? Ryan. Ryan Garrity. <laughs> Where did you get Jacob from? I have no clue where I got Jacob from. <laughs> now you're making me second guess myself. No, no, no. You are 100% <laughs> right. The only thing I'm certain of is the last name. Okay. Yeah, his name's definitely Ryan. So, plot twist. Mm -hmm. Dude we've been calling Russell this whole time is not even her husband. What? She is his secret obsession. What? It's true. Oh, you know what? He did lock her into the room earlier. Because she took the the wallet, remember? Yeah, but that that was the that was so the first time he leaves, it was to get her that phone, and he didn't lock her in. Yeah. Then he locks her in a second time while the detective is doing his thing. He locks her in the room a second time, and she because he his has wallet. to go get the lie. No, 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 he no, she wanted he him to go get Italian ingredients. Yes, because she was gonna make them dinner. Yeah. And then he so she takes the wallet out of his coat pocket. She's and then, looking for clues as to who she is. Right. And he leaves and locks her in the bedroom. Yeah. And so she, this is when she hair pit, pins her way out of the bedroom. Yeah. And she opens up his wallet and finds her um, license. Driver's license. Driver's license. And it says, Jennifer Allen. Woo, 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 woo. And he doesn't have any, I don't think he has like any. He has like cash in there. in there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, so we, she, we still don't know who this guy is. Right. So she unlocks herself out of the room, hobbles down the stairs. Does she fall at this point? Or Maybe, the later? Probably. I don't know. At one point she falls down the stairs and then she goes into the computer room, types in Jennifer Allen, gets in his computer, finds photos. Oh, yeah. She finds out that he photoshopped himself into oh, all these pictures. Oh, because... Because she finds the yeah. photo album and she sees the back of the head right. doesn't match the head okay, in the picture. Okay, so this guy didn't cover all of his tracks. So she's flipping through a photo album trying to remember things. And it's a picture of who we think is Russell and Jennifer at a party. And it's Russell's sandy blonde hair. But in the back of the mirror, it's like jet black hair. Yeah, and, and like, not like mm. kind of long and flowing. Right, that doesn't make sense. So that's when she starts getting suspicious. Is that when she finds out that the phone doesn't have a SIM card in it? No, I don't think so. I think that was a little later. You know, sometimes we struggle through these plots, and it is amazing that people still listen to us. <laughs> I think they enjoy it. So she goes to the computer, types in Jennifer Allen, finds photos of him just standing in front of a blue wall. You get the idea that he photoshopped himself into, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all these photos with so, her. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're not there yet. Keep going. Okay. So then um, what else does she find during this time? Was it just the photos on the computer? I guess so. Okay. I don't really remember the timeline. I just remember the third time he leaves... To when And that's when he goes to get the lie. Mm -hmm. He chains her to the bed. Yeah. So she goes back upstairs and he comes home and then she says something that makes him mad. Because they don't end up having dinner together. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, but here's all you need to know. Let's just we'll just cut to the chase. Basically, she's figuring out that this guy isn't who he says he is. And at one she point goes out to the bed. garden. Oh, yeah. She finds the hand. Yeah. She, she's outside looking for cell service. Right. She takes the cell phone that he got her. 
she trips over the dead body. She trips over the dead finds body. Finds the hand mm-hmm. and he hits her over the head with the rock. Yes. And that's when he chains her to the bed. Right. Glad we figured that out. Yeah, it's going to bother me all day. So takes her upstairs, chains her to the bed and is like, I've given you so much. I just wanted to be like in your life. And he's like yelling at her and chains her up. Is this when he explains what's going on? No, because that's when he ties up her hands. Right. This is just her foot. And he only ties up one foot. And it's her broken foot, which yeah. is like, that's mean. Well, she, I think it's her, le- her like knee or her leg that's messed up, okay. not necessarily her foot Right, but her foot looks nasty. Yeah. And so chains her up to that. And then she, but no, 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 she wrote, she is, oh, poop. When does she go out to her car to get her real cell phone? After, after she, he, when she was the foot. When she, like, when she rips her foot out okay. of the chain. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you remember so you he, made that comment about how easily she jumped over the back of the seat of the car? Yeah. So he leaves again to go get lied to burn the body because she just found the body. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the store to get lie. She literally, like, busts her foot out of this chain she that he has her in 127 hours that foot she did it was crazy she like bust her foot out of there she hobbles down the stairs i think this is when she falls i don't know she starts falling like every time she beats the stairs she makes it to the kitchen she gets some duct tape and puts duct tape over her foot why she doesn't grab a knife in this instance is i don't know all logic i can't figure that out but she gets some duct tape, duct tapes her foot. She hobbles out to the, the garage and she finds her car. And this is when the detective shows up. This is also when the detective shows up. She finds her car. She looks at the, uh, finds her cell phone in the car. Wait. No, this isn't when the detective comes no, up. She it's just not. finds her thing. And Russell is carrying in a bag of lye. And so she sneaks back and she sneaks all the way back upstairs. Yeah. Puts her foot back through the chain. And this is when we find out that Russell, the real Russell, uh-huh. his body is in the back of her car. Right. Which is parked in the garage. Right. So he now has like two bodies on his ground. Yeah. What an idiot. So she's up in her bed. And, and this is when the detective shows up because he's about to do something to her. Right. And the doorbell rings. Right. So he he, he's about to lift up the blanket yes. to see that she duct taped her foot. And that it's not really in the chain all the way. Mm-hmm. And, but then the detective shows up. We are nailing this. Yeah. So then Russell runs downstairs like, hey, this is the detective. And Russell's like, come on in. And they're kind of <laughs> Their country because they live in the woods. <laughs> the, the mountains of California. <laughs> and so uh, the Allstate guy comes in. No, he doesn't. I didn't understand that. He, well, he like lets him in and then Russell disappears. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, the yeah. detective's looking around and that's when he finds the sign that says Garrity. There's like a sticker over it. Mm-hmm. And he's, he finds the white truck. Right. Uh, Jennifer gets out and is like, hey, go to the back door. And mm-hmm. he's like perfect at reading lips. So yes, so good. Russell smashes him. Right. And then. Puts gets, him in a freezer. Puts him in a freezer. Right. Well, we think he's dead. Yeah. And he puts him in a freezer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think we see him put him in the freezer, though. Well, you, you do. He just. Okay. I forgot. 
she he gets her, mm-hmm. takes her upstairs, mm-hmm. and this time he's going to use rope to tie her up. Right, right. And he, this is when he tells her everything. Yeah, he basically was like, "I was obsessed with you. I had to watch you be in this relationship with this, uh, um, what's his name, Russell guy, and you guys like." Made my life miserable because you were all in love and I loved you and you wouldn't let me in. But there's no evidence that he ever tried to actually like talk to her. No. So he was just chilling in the background being creepy. Yeah. 100%. He like came to her wedding and. Yeah. He was weird. So then we find that he murdered Russell. Right. And he murdered her parents. Right. To get to her. Yes. And he says, now this is. Very important. He says, I was going to murder you. Right. But then conveniently you got amnesia. Right. So somehow between some, (laughs) this is what I literally don't understand is when did he have the time to do all this Photoshopping, get this sign made for the front and do all this stuff. I think in the time that like he was going to murder her. Right. And he just goes straight to the hospital from there. Right. I feel like he was kind of like exaggerating, like and making her feel bad for not having sex with him, saying like, oh, I was at the hospital the whole time and you won't even have sex with your own husband. Like kind of being my mom, you know, like exaggerating the truth. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. He seemed like. No, because he no, he had to have got like the the matter. the, The fact of the matter is he had to have gone home because he brought her clothes. She That's wasn't. True. Where did and he get her clothes from? I have no clue. And he brought her the photo album. That's true. So he had to have left. There, there's no other yeah, possible but the, thing. Okay, even if he left to go get clothes and bring a photo album back, mm-hmm. when did he have time to do all of this? To do all of what? Photoshop? Yeah. He already had those available. Like that. Like. That's what he did. Like, he probably was so obsessed with her, he would just steal pictures of her and, and Ryan off the internet. That's, or Russell off the I internet mean, and paste his own face on it and pretend like he was with her. It's not the most unbelievable thing. It's not. But I just like thinking that this movie is so... You want to make it worse than it was. It was a great movie that was suspense-filled, and it was a love story. <laughs> Where was the love in this movie? <laughs> this guy just wanted her to love him. He said, why won't you let me love you? And she said, because you literally kidnapped <laughs> me. We, I don't even remember talking to you at work. <laughs> maybe it's because of the amnesia, though. Yeah, maybe they were BFFs. Based on his creepy look? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> so she... Gets out by burning through the knife. Mm-hmm. And burning through the knife, burning through the rope. The detective gets out and they go on a wild chase through the woods and she shoots Russell. That's pretty much the end of it. Russell, a.k.a. Ryan. Yeah. I mean, that is. Yeah. So she gets out. They run, run, run. Boom, boom. Shoots Russell. Three months later. The Three months later. Yeah. She's out of th- physical therapy. Mm-hmm. The She's wearing heels. Has gotten rid of. Yeah, that was a bad idea with her like limpy leg. Yeah. Uh, he is donating all the toys that he bought for his gone daughter. Right. Because he's moved on from his secret obsession of collecting toys. Of collecting toys for his missing daughter. 
she uh, he's like, I'm going to move. And she's like, I'm going back to San Jose. Why, though? She's got no- she literally has nothing. <laughs> yeah. He took everything. Everything. From her. her husband, her parents, her job, probably. Oh, my gosh. I just had a better idea for a sequel. What? Let's flip the roles for the. Okay, we're done with this movie. Let's move on to how we would improve this. No, I mean, that literally is the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they literally just roll credits after that, and you're like, okay. Yeah, and I have no facts. So we can just jump into how would you improve this movie. Okay. Except I'm not going to improve this movie. I'm just going to give it a sequel. Okay. Because these Lifetime like movies only deserve sequels, (laughs) they cannot be improved in any way (laughs) because they're already perfect. (laughs) She. Okay. He's taken everything from her. Right. So the second one, Secret Obsession, Obsession Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would it be? It's her. Mm-hmm. He took everything from her. Right. Now so she'll she's take everything, everything from, from him. <laughs> even though he's dead. But plot twist, he's not dead. He's not, not really dead. dead. He could have survived that. That You're right. Like, he got shot in a very... Like, the stomach. That's, yeah. like, the easiest place to survive it. The yeah. arm and the stomach. Because we're experts on gunshot wounds. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> uh, that's my pitch for a sequel. I like it. So what would she do to him, though? What would she do to him? Yeah. Uh, she, wouldn't do, she wouldn't do anything to him. Mm-hmm. She would just kill those around him. He doesn't have any friends, though. That's the only problem. Like, he doesn't care about anybody. Okay, he's got parents, though. Everybody's got parents. Yeah, but they might be dead because he's crazy. Okay. If he doesn't have parents, but he probably does. Okay. Because we need them to be alive for the sequel. Okay. She's going to start, she's going to, like, hide in his attic. Like, she's going to be inside the walls of his house. Yeah. Just start, like, moving things slightly to the left or, like, cutting the power at random times and, like, doing all this weird stuff. Yeah. And then that's when, at the end, she shows up. She's like, that wasn't really a ghost. <laughs> Stab. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Let's hear your, your, let's hear your plans. Well, Okay. I don't know if it's necessarily to make the movie better either, though. I guess it's more of a sequel. But Grizzly Guy, I guess it's like a prequel because Grizzly Guy, okay, he was obsessed with her prior to Ryan. (laughs) So she's got just multiple people obsessing after her and they're all killing each other. Yes. So then then Grizzly Guy kidnapped her, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Before Ryan did, because it's a prequel. Oh my gosh! No, 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 no. Let's back up. It is still a prequel, right? With the grizzly guy, right? Do you know who he kidnapped? Ryan, the detective's daughter. Oh, that could be good. That could be good. And his guilt from kidnapping her and accidentally killing her led him to try to save. This. What's her face? I could see that. But that's how it ended. Okay. For him. With that's like snap. too good though. Okay. But like, is it, it's, <laughs> is it like better than this though? Yeah. You made I it feel better. I like it's got all of the tropes of being a Lifetime movie. It does. Which this is basically a Lifetime it movie. It really was Netflix. a Lifetime movie for sure. But I still think that Grizzly Guy should have kidnapped Jennifer 
before Ryan, but she don't remember it because she got amnesia again. It's just a series of movies where she gets amnesia and keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, she just keeps getting amnesia. She keeps getting kidnapped. You find out that her parents weren't really her parents. She was kidnapped. She was kidnapped. <laughs> As a child. As a child. So she finds her real birth parents. And then, and then they she like unravels. It's poetic. It is. I think this is like really dark. <laughs> I think this is a great movie. I would watch it. Yeah, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> I really hope there's a sequel to this so we can watch it. What if? What if? Stalked by my doctor meets secret obsession. <laughs> what if what if he goes yeah. to San Jose? Yeah. We, the last we saw him. He was he, just driving off. Yeah. He goes to San Jose. Right. Finds Jennifer. Right. Becomes obsessed with her. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Secret obsession. Stocked by, by my, my doctor. doctor. Because no, no, he's no, no, the no, doctor no. for her physical therapy. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. We'd have to call it Stocked by My Doctor, Secret Obsession 2. Yeah. Secret Obsession. A po- no, colon. No, what am I thinking of? Comma. There you go. Comma. (laughs) T-O-O. I love it. This is great. I do not think our podcast has reached higher heights than this movie pitch right here. No, it hasn't. There's no way. No So, Stalked by My Doctor means Secret Obsession. The the PT, he's like a PT doctor. She goes to him. He becomes obsessed. Kidnaps her. That's phenomenal. Mind blown. And then, plot twist, Ryan is still alive. Right. And he has to save her. He has to save her. I like that. I like that. And she says, how can I trust you? And he says, who else can you trust right now? You have no family and no friends. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you have nobody. She says, yeah. Whose fault is that? The real line would probably, he'd be like, you have nobody right now. And she'd be like, yeah, because of you. Right. That that's would exactly be the real line. Goes down. Yeah. I think that's a great movie. I, I think, think we just pitched like three really great sequels slash prequels to this movie. So Talenti, hit me up. Talenti slash Netflix. No, Talenti, hit me up. And then I'll get them. To pay Netflix in Talenti to what make if, this movie. What if Talenti wanted a, a movie that they uh, sponsored, mm-hmm. but it would be like the subway in Chuck and yeah. Community? This Talenti mm. chocolate <laughs> ice cream goes down smoother than my knife in your throat. <laughs> this is also probably the darkest <laughs> Also, this whole thing should have been an Allstate commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you were in good hands, you wouldn't have been kidnapped. Looks like she's not in good hands. Don't let this happen to you. Get Allstate protection to save your family from an intruder. Missed opportunity, Allstate. Yeah. I'll just have to do everybody's marketing from here on out. That's how that's how Netflix can start like offsetting the cost of things. Yes, by it's doing, putting like, advertisements in yeah, their yeah. movie. Don't do commercials. Just have ads in the movies. It'll be like a Truman Show yes. thing. Yes. 
That'd be great. I love it. Perfect. Love it. So speaking of the Allstate guy, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, so instead of doing like a where are they now thing, mm-hmm. because this movie came out like two weeks ago. Right. Uh, so this thought, is where they are now. This is where they are That's now. That's concerning. I think we should just talk about some important things that they were in. Okay. Because I think a lot of people forget that Dennis Haysbert, the actor from the Allstate commercials, mm-hmm. was also in other things besides the Allstate commercials. Mm-hmm. That's all I know him for. He was in Heat. Yeah. I liked that movie. He was in 24. Hmm. The Dark Tower and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just to name a few things. Mm-hmm. He has a very impressive IMDb list. Brenda Song, we all know from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Right. She has a new TV show right now called Dollface. Okay. And Amphibia, which is a Disney show. So she's still got that contract going on. Okay. She's in The Social Network and a couple episodes of Superstore. Okay. And then Mike Vogel, who I think had the most impressive career out of those two. Well, no, not not more than the Allstate guy. Uh, Mike Vogel played Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gaherty. Mm-hmm. He was in Cloverfield and Bates Motel and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake in 2003, and The Help. I feel like he... Was the worst actor. Has a actor lot in this of movie. things to work out in his life. Yeah, he's in a lot of killing movies. You're not wrong. I'm concerned. Don't go by him in real life. Yeah, he might kill you. So yeah, you know this movie actually had a lot. Oh yeah, he was the main guy in Cloverfield. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so you can find this movie on Netflix. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And the very last thing that we have to do is give it a spot on our definitive bad movie night ranking list. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Caitlin, there's definitely no way that it would be in the top five. I would put it right on five. I thought about that. Um, you know, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. That's fine. So this so is Battlefield take, Earth is off. Battlefield Earth is going to move down to position six. Yeah. And this is going to take... The number five spot. Yeah. Secret Obsession. Number five best, worst, bad movie that we have watched. Yeah. I like it. Cool. You Accurate. Know, we're pretty we're pretty good at uh putting this list together yeah, fairly we are. quickly. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Journey into Film, and you should always hit that subscribe button so that you never hit miss an episode. There have been a lot of stuff going on for us the past couple weeks, which is why we're late. But hopefully we'll get back on track. And you can find out, like I said, by hitting that subscribe button. Yes. Do you want to add anything about the movie or about our podcast? Uh, No, but I'm super excited to get back into the podcast with you. Sorry for a little break there. Yeah. But super pumped and super excited for our next movie, even though I don't know what it is yet. It's going to be great. Yeah. I need to put together our new schedule. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. It'll be wonderful. Okay. And we'll talk to you guys. We'll talk at you guys next week. Yeah. Bye-bye.